Hey, listen. Welcome to the Hey Listen Games Cast. My name is Jeffrey Morse. This is episode 60. The big 6-0. How's it feel, Nathan? I am almost ready for retirement. Five more episodes and we can retire. <laughs> Good thing we have a pension plan laid out. Exactly. Um, We've made tons of money on this podcast, by the way. Hey, we have kind of hit the big time. We have officially hit... 1,000 uh, downloads on the show. Woot, so, woot. All right. Yeah, so thank you, everyone, uh, all the faithful listeners for listening to the show. We appreciate your continued support. And, uh, yep, so here's here's to the next 1,000, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we have a fun show for you guys today. Uh, this week is uh, Gamescom week, which is pretty much the biggest gaming sh- show in the world, really. It's bigger than E3. It doesn't get as many of the announcements, but it's technically, like, a bigger show if there's more going on there yeah and there's definitely more attendees because the public attendees. yeah it's a huge huge event um over in i think it's germany or yeah germany um and so there's a couple of bits of news uh we're going to be sharing with you our favorite announcements from that event and then uh we get to do the long-awaited trivia section that nathan has uh, prepared for us That'll exactly be a lot of fun. i'm excited to see jeff fail what <laughs> well we'll see we will see um so um gamescom uh, one of the first big announcements that came out uh, was the Xbox One X, Microsoft's new console, coming out November 7th. Um, they officially opened pre-orders for the system. Um, and the cool thing I uh, thought about this was they're actually having kind of a day one edition for the console. And it's called the Project Scorpio edition, which in itself I think is great because, you know, we grow so attached to, like, console code names and, like, we love, like, you know, the Nintendo Wii. I love the name Revolution and stuff like that. Yeah. If they would have made a Nintendo Wii Revolution Edition, I would have been so excited for that. Um, so I think it's cool that they're, you know, still naming it after its code name. And basically it's the same thing except for um, the Xbox itself will look slightly different. It'll have, you know, some green, classic Xbox green text saying Project Scorpio on the controller and the system. And then the box itself actually looks really, really sick. I really like the design. It basically has a giant like black X, like the original Xbox on it, with like the white logo in the middle, and it says Project Scorpio Edition. Um, and it's the same price. It's still four nine four ninety nine ninety nine. And uh, yeah, if I was getting the Xbox One X, I would totally be all over that edition. It looks really, really cool. This is awesome, especially for the fans because you know only the hardest of hardcore Xbox fans are going to buy it day one at that price of five five hundred dollars. Yeah. And so to do this kind of just as fan service for their hardcore fans who are going to support them no matter what. It's good on X, on Microsoft and on Xbox for doing that. Yeah. I only wish that awesome box art design was, like, on the actual console itself. Yeah, <laughs> the console is still just black. And it's still, yeah, pretty, just looks like different. a black Blu-ray player or something like that. Yeah. Um, it is impressive, though. It is it is Microsoft's smallest Xbox, which I don't know how this is the most powerful, yet they're smallest. But, yeah, well, packing it in. Good for Microsoft, because we've definitely criticized them the last two times, especially with the original Xbox One with how big the console was. Yeah. So. My, my favorite thing about the original one was the demo kiosk they had in stores. <laughs> they literally like hid half of the Xbox. Like They just had like a shield of plastic. <laughs> it looked like a little small console, and it's actually huge. Yeah, and then you buy it and take it out, and you're like, I don't even have room for this <laughs> in my entertainment center. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so hopefully if you were uh, I'm looking forward to getting that system, you were able to jump on one of the pre-orders. The pre-orders were open for like a day or two. They are. Um, I think they might still be up. You know? I, I think they're mostly sold out okay. most retailers. They might be popping up every once in a while at certain places. But, but they were up for at least a full 24 hours. Yes. Which, you so know, if you wanted being one, you such a big got. Nintendo fan, I was like, oh, this is kind of weird. Like, I just kind of looked for Curiosity. I was like, oh, they're still up. And this is like 
24 hours later, like, what is this? Because I'm used to Nintendo, and if you don't pre-order it within the first 10 minutes, it's gone, and you have to try and fight scalpers in line to yep. get a copy. Well, which brings us to our next point. Next point, the Super Nintendo Classic Edition, which Nintendo said would be going for pre-order some point this month, yep. went up for pre-order... Uh, technically last night on Amazon at 1 a.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. Pacific. <laughs> no, for so like late at night. For, first it was Best Buy. It was Best Buy oh, at, t- okay. at 10 o'clock p.m. Okay. And luckily my wife, like she's been helping me hunt all the like Smash Bros. Amiibo. So like she knows the drills. She knows how to get notified because these things will sell within five, ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. So she was able to snag one for us. And my confirmation meal came through. I'm, I'm excited. I got one. But, you know, for, you know, I tagged some people on Twitter, some followers of the show, like Johnny Ebbs and stuff. And I'm, and he like wakes up in the morning. He's like, "Why did this go live at one a.m. like on yeah, a work exactly. on a work day?" Like, so it, I I can definitely understand the frustration. Amazon went up even later. It went up at five o'clock Eastern time. Oh, really? Uh, five a.m. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, and then the other one just kind of trickled out throughout today. GameStop site crashed yet again, like it always does whenever Nintendo releases a new product on there. Um, so it's crazy. Like my dad's been trying to track one down. He just was texting me updates while I was at work. He's yeah. like, GameStop site is still down. Like. Target won't let me add in the card, even though the button's there. And so, I don't know. It, it's kind of crazy. I mean, I know there's probably more demand for this than the NES Classic. Yeah. But well, Nintendo said they were stopping the NES Classic so they could make more of these Super Nintendo ones. So, it's, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. At this point, too, though, it's just kind of terrible because Nintendo has built up this negative stigma where you expect mm-hmm. it to be hard to where people get are like a pre-order. Not even going to bother with it. you're surprised that the Xbox that is, is still up 24 hours later. Yep. Like, that's how bad it is. And at the same time, though, I, I don't think Nintendo could really ever meet the demand for this system because, like, they didn't do pre-orders for the original NES. Everyone got mad. Yeah. They're doing pre-orders for this one. Obviously, they sell out really, really quick, and then everyone still gets mad because they didn't get a pre-order. So, I don't know. I feel like they've just dug themselves in a hole. Like, they can't win either way at this point. Yeah. Well, you know, hopefully they'll, they're selling from now. So, it's releasing earlier than it did, like, last year. September 29th, they said they're going to release it earlier throughout, you know, the rest of the year and into next year. And they'll be there on Summit Launch at stores. So, I know. We'll, we'll see. So, let us know. Um, were you able to pre-order either Xbox One X or a Super Nintendo Classic Edition? Um, I think it's kind of funny that Twitter, all day today, like, they haven't said anything about the Xbox One, but it's all about Super Nintendo. Like, yeah. People yeah. are freaking out about this console that you can, like, play ROMs and, like, all these games for, like, 20 years. Yeah, exactly. But no one really cares like, about the new Xbox. I decided against getting a pre-order for the SNES Classic because you, you texted me when it went live. Mm-hmm. And I was like... No, I'm okay because the games that I really want to play through there on there, like uh, Link to the Past, Best and games Super you... Metroid, and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I have all those on my Wii U Virtual Console. That I can just go back and play. It'd be Mo- cool to... Most of the games on here you've probably played. Before, yeah, exactly. If you're a gamer. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, so, yeah. Um, what was one of your favorite Gamescom announcements? Going um, back to Gamescom. One of my. So, I don't know if this is really related to Gamescom or not, but uh, it got announced today, and this is uh, Splatoon 2. Um, Nintendo announced the new DLC that's coming out for it. Um, they announced two things. One is there's going to be a new map for um, uh, Turf Manor? 4. No, for Turf, Turf 4, 4 and competitive. Um, Just a new stuff. map in the rotation. New map in the rotation. Which is it's good because there's not a ton. No, there's not a ton. It's called uh, Manta Maria. This is the first map besides the spot. Manta map, Maria. Right? Exactly. It's that's... a cool like looking pirate ship. It yeah. looks really, really It looks really totally awesome. different than any other Splatoon like, level. Yeah, like it's all in one spot, so I think it'll be like a little bit tighter, and it looks like mm-hmm. it'll be 
really different, um, which is good. They're just fighting on the deck of a giant pirate ship. Yeah, looks awesome. Exactly. Looks really fun. And then they also announced that there's going to be a that map is supposed to come out this weekend. I think August 26th. And then they announced there's a new uh, Salmon Run map going live. I think it's tomorrow, um, and that's called uh, the Lost Outpost. And you couldn't see really a ton from the picture, but it looks you have like to kind of play it. To yeah, you'll have to it. play it, see how it changes things and how it changes. The I mean, that's cool though, because like Salmon like Run that. only has two maps as of right yeah, now. Like, so there's custom maps. You don't play Salmon Run on the multiplayer maps. They're much smaller, more differently designed, with yep. where water levels can raise or lower. Um, and so I think it's great that we're getting a third map, so it'll put some new life back into Salmon Run. You know, while the game mode is still really fun, if you've played it a ton, it's not maybe as exciting as it was yeah, when the game first came exactly. out. So, so it'll, um, it'll get more people into that for sure. In. Yeah, and they also announced that the there's going to be a new weapon type coming out um, the beginning of September called the Bubble Blower, where you can basically like <laughs> wave it around like a huge bubble blower that you made when you were in elementary school, and it'll like... I think shoot like three bubbles or something like that. So and the ink will like pop out of it. Or yeah, something like yeah, that. something like that. It looks pretty cool. Looks very, very creative. And I think this is really exciting because Nintendo has been kind of slowly rolling out weapons, but for the most part, they've been old weapons that yeah. it's were like from the, the lo- first platoon. The so classic is... Jet Squiffer is out. It's like yeah, exactly. Okay, I played I'm with like, that weapon two years ago and yeah, it was okay. Like, yeah, exactly. I don't care. <laughs> like so, the fact that they're this is the second new weapon they've yeah. rolled out to Splatoon. Good for seeing so new maps, new weapons. Hopefully, you know. Moving forward, more, we'll get more updates with some more free new yeah. content. Yeah. So, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so, one of my favorite announcements um, actually came from EA, which I was not, you know, expecting. I don't necessarily buy a ton of EA games. You know, they've kind of gotten a bad rap from like a couple years ago, you know, the EA yeah. generation or the 360 generation and stuff. But uh, they've been kind of. You know, funding some kind of smaller games that look interesting. And there's one, I believe it's called pronounced Fey. It's uh, just titled F-E. And uh, it was announced for all platforms, so Switch included. I was not expecting EA to announce a Switch game, but um, it actually looks like a really neat game. It's kind of like a 3D platformer where you play as this small, it almost, it almost looks like a baby, like, dragon or something like that almost. Like, it's this yeah, small, it mystical creature. Yeah, it reminds me a little bit of cat, but not really. Yeah. It's some kind of mythical creature. I yeah, think. some small little mythical creature. Like, nothing in the game really is like any normal animal or anything like that yeah. like they're all unique like character designs so like they might look animalistic or based off mythical creatures but they're totally crazy with all the designs but um i really dig the art style like it's um kind of like all like a base black and then there's like hints of different purples and blues yeah. in there so like the lighting's really really cool looks like um, there's like smoke or fog like kind of all throughout the game and the light is kind of shining down and reflecting on yeah it or something think like almost that. like if like journey was like set in like the bottom of the ocean almost like yeah. that's what it almost kind of looks like sure. so uh, I'm, I'm really I'm really interested to hear more about this game it, it looks pretty fun the trailer was cool it had some good music to it and so um, they announced it is coming out next year for all platforms so uh, be sure to check out that trailer um, I think that they were originally showed it a while ago but this yeah, they showed it two e3s ago I think it was 2016 e3 and I thought like, I saw they announced it for Switch, and I was like, oh, okay. Because for some reason, I remembered it as that game as, like, a side-scrolling platformer, and I'm not a huge side-scrolling platformer. Oh, okay. Just because I'm terrible at platformers. <laughs> um, but then Jeff up. was showing me the trailer, and he was like, I was like, oh, this is 3D. So it got me really excited. Um, it does look really beautiful. So I'm excited to check it out, and hopefully it comes out in the first half of next year, um, which I think it is a good bet. So we'll have to wait and see, I guess. Yep. So, uh, yeah, ch- check out Faye. Um, 
from uh, EA is published in that one. Right. Um, the next one, this one is in honor of our good friend Rob Douglas. He couldn't <laughs> be here tonight. But uh, Microsoft announced that Age of Empires 4 is actually in development. It is a thing. It's a real thing. I think the last Age of Empires to come out was 3, and that was like... 12 years ago. Yeah, 10, 12 years ago or something <laughs> like that. So Long time in the Very making. long time ago. And uh, Jeff, you were saying there's kind of a cool story oh. behind this, right? Okay, so I, I did some digging on Reddit when this game was announced. We were freaking out. And someone posted like, like man, uh, Bill Gates deliver. And I was like, what? And so I... When some guy linked this old Reddit post where uh, over a year ago, Bill Gates, you know, founder of Microsoft and stuff, uh, he doesn't, he's not super involved with the company anymore. Like, he doesn't make a bunch of the decisions. Yeah. Um, he kind of stepped down from that role. But um, he basically did a Ask Me Anything, an AMA on Reddit. And some Reddit user asked him, saying, Hey, um, we know Microsoft owns Age of Empires. Any chance of uh, you guys ever making a new Age of Empires? I would love a fourth Age of Empires. Thanks for reading my question. And then Bill, the actual real Bill Gates, like it was verified and everything, responded in the Reddit post and said, huh, yeah, that would be cool. I'll look into this. I love those games. <laughs> so everyone's like, oh, like, like Bill Gates is going to make a new Age of Empires, kind of jokingly. Yeah. And then here we are, Age of Empires 4, like a year later, which would make sense. Pulled some strings and was like, we need to do this. Yeah, because it's still awesome. it's still kind of early in development. Like there wasn't any gameplay yeah, footage. Yeah, they footage. It was just some like art that. with just some you know voiceover announcement. But yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I just imagine like Bill Gates just like walking down the Microsoft hallways and be like, hey, Phil. And you see some guy, uh, yeah, uh, make Edge of Empires 4, please. Uh, uh, yes, sir, right away. It's like, <laughs> Can I get on that? <laughs> you can't say no to Bill Gates. Yeah. But. Dude, that's um, that's really awesome. Yeah. Uh, they also announced that they're remastering Age of Empires 2 and 3, and they're going to release that, which I feel like 2 already has a remaster, so I'm not yeah, sure. I mean, people are still playing the game, so I don't see the point. But. There's another one, but <laughs> cool. Good for them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Age of Empires 4, let us know. Um, I, I know most people who had a computer that could run it have played Age of Empires at some point. So. Yep. yep. <laughs> it's a, it's Pretty... a fun game. It was kind of one of the first really great RTSs that kind of hit mainstream, I feel like. Yeah. Um, cool. Um, oh, ARMS is getting an update um, in a week or two, and Nintendo announced the new fighter is a female clown <laughs> named Lola Pop. Yes, you heard me right. <laughs> Lola Pop is her name, and she uses uh, nunchuck arms, uh, kind of like some stamp arms, which will block the vision of others. And then um, I forget what the third arm is. I think it's kind of like a counteractive shield, and so that could you know, potentially switch up the meta in that game because if you hit this shield, your arms will, like, flick back towards you and you could damage yourself. Um, so she looks pretty cool, and basically her, like, gimmick is she can uh, basically inflate her clown outfit to be a giant sumo wrestling-sized clown and uh, roll around and stuff. And so she just looks super quirky, super weird. She has a, a, a level that looks like it's from, like, Paris, like, French-themed. Um, so, yeah, it, I mean, it looks looks interesting. They're, they'll do some more balance updates. Nintendo has been supporting ARMS uh, pretty well. Um, but, you know, obviously there hasn't been as much attention on it since Platoon came out and um, stuff. So, I don't know. I think this is good. I think for ARMS to continue to grow, they got to keep putting out free characters like this. Um, but, yeah, what do you think of the design? Uh, she looks hilarious. <laughs> I love the name, too. Like, Lollipop, Lollipop. She definitely looks kind of like a lollipop. Yeah. And then you showed me her giant, like, inflating legs that you were talking about. (laughs) That looks just ridiculous. So I think her character fits well with kind of the overall arc and theme of the game. So 
This yeah. is awesome. So that'll make it 12 characters? Uh, yes, that will arms put, now. It, put it up to 12, I believe. Hopefully so. they get up to at least 15 or something like yeah. that. I feel like that would be Yeah, I mean, good. they're doing they're doing updates for a year. And cool. one thing I thought is cool about ARMS, um, every little update, they've done a couple patches, and they put really detailed patch notes out. And so, like... That's crazy for a Nintendo Nintendo's game. never really done that yeah. before. Like, Smash 4 got dozens of like balance updates and the community would literally have to like take notes on what was in before the patch so they could compare it to afterwards and they'd break it down and find out all the percentages of changes uh but nintendo is literally just releasing saying hey you know we're we're decreasing the power on this weapon by 30 percent or making this one speed a little bit slower or increasing this and um so that's cool i mean if it wants to survive and be relevant i think you yeah. got to do that for fighting games so that is awesome um, anything else to get announced uh, you um, wanted to so mention? So one thing I forgot, um, but I just remembered, is uh, also during the Microsoft conference, I believe, uh, a game called Jurassic World Evolution oh, yeah. was announced. And this like really excited me because it's basically, it's a game, um, has the Jurassic Park license, and it's being made by the developer who made like a Planet Coaster and Zoo Tycoon Zoo and Tycoon, stuff like that. Zoo Tycoon, Roller Coaster Tycoon. Yeah. So basically you're going to be able to build your own Jurassic, like, World, basically Zoo Tycoon, yeah. but with Jurassic Park and dinosaurs, yeah. and friggin' people, and this sounds so much fun <laughs> because like the Zoo Tycoon from like a really long time ago, like or late '90s or whatever, I used to play it, and literally like my only goal in playing that game was like you could build certain like evolutionary <laughs> dinosaurs and stuff like that if you got your park oh, rep really? high enough, and so I would just try and get my park rep high enough so I could create these dinosaurs, and then I would lock people in the cage with them and see what happened like that was the best part of the whole game so, so a just, game just be a masochist exactly so a game entirely focused on doing that sounds really really awesome um they announced that it's going to be coming to uh xbox one pc playstation 4 next summer that's um, awesome so yeah and it, this is gonna it, it even be has, like, i'm very excited it even has like all like the uh, cool attractions from jurassic world like the latest movie so it has like the little gyrospheres and all, all the different stuff so you can kind of recreate lots of really cool rides and stuff and you know i think the fun part of those games is you know you build something and then something inevitably will go wrong the t-rex a dinosaur yes. will break out and that's where the fun begins exactly like, that, that's exactly. where it's cool so or if you're a crazy sim person you just want to be a money managing see how much money you can make people yeah. like that exist and can have fun with that <laughs> for the rest of us we'll just watch dinosaurs yeah. eat people and be happy i i really want this to come to switch i know it's not announced but like a yeah. switch version with touch controls uh, that would be really hard yeah, for me to pass up. Touch controls would be great for an RTS. I remember mm-hmm. when the Wii U first was uh, announced, and a lot of people were like, "Oh man, like touch screen, that would be great for RTS controls and stuff like that." Never really happened. And all we got so, was Pikmin Three. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, so. Yep. That that would be cool. That would be great. It's funny. Uh, Jaeger in the the comments said the Xbox One X is doomed. He is uh, proclaiming it here, which I don't know. I, I think it will be tough for Microsoft to. Sell another Xbox One that's, you know, sure, it's a little bit faster, a little bit more powerful, but, you know, base Xbox One owners already yeah. paid $500 for an Xbox One. So I, I'm curious to see kind of what, like, I would be fascinated to see kind of what their goals are for the Xbox One X to sell. Because they've already come out and said, like, we know that this isn't going to be a very high-selling product, that more Xbox One S's are going to sell than Xbox One X's because we're selling, those are going to sell to the average consumer, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And these are really for the hardcore graphics um, Xbox fans and stuff like that. So I'm curious to see like what their expect- expectations are. And, I mean, I guess eventually we all think that the S is going to get phased out and this will just be the only Xbox available. Okay. So I'll have to wait and see what happens, I guess. And, uh, oh, if you like Minecraft, they did announce a Minecraft Xbox uh, One bundle as well. It's like, 
got all like the Minecraft like textures, like the blocky textures all over it. Yeah, I think it looks kind of dorky, but hey, if you're a huge Minecraft fan, maybe that's up your alley. You know, the fact that it has like a bunch of it actually has colors and it's all kind of different and stuff like that. I think yeah. that's awesome because a lot of special edition consoles now like Are they'll come like, out with just a logo on the box, or yeah. they just come and it's like the box silver. that comes in has that, but it's like the yeah. same. So it's awesome. It has really cool detail on there. Yep. Um, oh, and by the way, uh, congratulations to Jaeger. He is now a proud Switch owner. Saw saw him post that on Twitter. So exactly. So Jaeger, um, we'll have to uh, let you know what you should should and should not get for your Switch. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get the Splatoon two Hori Switch voice chat thingy, Majig. <laughs> I know you Death really trap. wanted that, but. Don't get it. Uh, all right. Um, cool. Um, and then, since Rob isn't here, I thought we'd also mention Assassin's Creed. Um, the new Assassin's Creed Origin games coming out this fall. I've got two new trailers out of Gamescom, and uh, it's going to cross over with Ancient Rome. Is that right? Yeah, so I was looking up the first trailer they put out. Is, I think it's called like uh, The Age of Power or something like that. And I'm watching it, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, and Julius Caesar in the, is in this, and it shows... <laughs> Julius Julius Caesar, and then it shows you like fighting, like um, fighting Roman soldiers, and then racing around what looks like a big coliseum, like chariot races, mm-hmm. and then gladiator fights. I'm like, well, clearly Assassin's Creed is going to keep with their fake history nonsense <laughs> because ancient Egypt and Rome were not at the same time, in case you didn't know. But yeah. I guess they're just crossing it over. Um, could be kind of cool, you know. It's obviously not real, but it could be kind of cool to see those two empires struggle well, against each other. So. Didn't we already, like, explore Rome? I think it was in the second one was in, uh, was in Italy? The second one was in Rome, but that was, like, during Leonardo da Vinci. So uh, that was much, much Renaissance later. Renaissance rather yeah, than... Yeah, Renaissance okay. rather than, like, yeah, the true. Roman Empire. So you weren't actually Caesar. fighting the Romans. No, exactly. Gotcha. Exactly. Yeah, so, I mean, that could be cool. I mean, I personally, I think the um, Egyptian lore and aesthetic is a lot more appealing than the, the Rome one. I mean, because we've yeah, already kind of sure. explored all that European type areas. And so I hope like you get to like, you know, smack down with Pharaoh and there's like some crazy like Egyptian like gods that you kill or something. I don't know. This game looks, Ubisoft is doing a good job of selling it. Like it just looks kind of even bigger and more kind of intense and they keep adding new, new things to it. So it looks really exciting. I'll probably wait until next year and get it for $20 (laughs) and it goes on sale like I do every year with Assassin's Creed and then I'll inevitably play it for five hours and, not play it ever again. <laughs> That's why you wait. Though. Exactly. Um, cool. So uh, let us know on Twitter. Um, you can find us on Twitter, of course, at HeyListen underscore games. Um, let us know what was your favorite announcement out of Gamescom. Uh, maybe we maybe we missed your favorite announcement on the show. We'd love love to chat with you um, on the Twitter about that. So um, yeah. So Nathan, I'm gonna let you take it from here. Our second segment. Uh, go, right. go and tell us what so, to expect. There. Uh, our second segment is a video game trivia. I've been wanting to do this for a while, um, and summer is kind of a slow time. So I thought, hey, you know what? Let's do this as a segment. So what I'm gonna do is I have ten questions here that I'm going to ask to you, Jeff. So I'm gonna ask you a question. Um, you gotta think out of it. It's not multiple choice. There's there's a couple that are multiple choice answers, but okay. most of them are just gotta guess. Um, I tried to do some easy ones, some harder ones. I'm curious to see how you do. <laughs> but what I'll do is I'll ask you a question. I'll give you um, give you a couple seconds to answer, about five, ten seconds to answer. And then okay. users at home, you, if you're listening later, go ahead and guess along and compare your scores and let us know on Twitter. Yeah. Or uh, if you're in the chat right now, um, go ahead and guess and let us know if you got it right or wrong or whatnot. Yeah. So uh, without right, further let's ado, do let's uh, get off. Question one. 
What is the name of the second Elder Scrolls game? <laughs> There's five Elder Scrolls games. The most recently released one is Skyrim. So, what's the name of the second one uh, ever to be released? I, I love Elder Scrolls games. I've played through them all, <laughs> exactly. cover to cover. Um, I know one is called Morrowind, so I'm going Elder Scrolls Morrowind. Ooh, good guess. Not quite there, uh, though. Is that it? is the third Elder Scrolls game. So the close. The second Elder Scrolls game was called Daggerfall. It was only released Daggerfall. on PC. I think it was like the either the, I think it was like the late '90s or something like that. I never so, heard of that. Yes. If you've heard of that before on Twitter, let me know. Make me fe- make me feel better. But I'm exactly. Uh, can you pull up the speaker? I want to see if Jaeger is saying anything. All right. All right. Um, o for one. O for one. Question two. I had to start with the Bethesda RPG. Thank you. Yes. So just for you, Jeff. You know, if Rob was here, I bet he would have gotten it. Uh, he totally so. would have. Uh, number two. Sid Meier has created many video games and series in his career, including the Pirates and most fam- famously the Civilization series. What is he famous for doing at his church? <laughs> he is a Lutheran. Okay. Uh, that is his religious background. And he's kind of famous for doing this at his church. Like, it's a well-known kind of trivia fact. Well-known trivia fact. I'm going to say he is a crazy drummer at his church <laughs> in the worship not, band. Not quite. Remember, he goes to a Lutheran church. So he is famous for being a his church organist, apparently. Organist. He plays the ah, organ. So close. <laughs> that yeah, Lutheran. Why did I say drums? Exactly. Man. All right. Uh, <laughs> Sid Meier, the organist. All right. That makes sense. Exactly. Okay. I'll give you, hopefully, a little bit easier one. All so you're right. 0 for 2. Give me some confidence. Here. All right. Number three. Uh, which Zelda game was the first game that you came across an elixir that was a soup that you could drink? So it was special elixir and it was it was soup soup i'm gonna say legend of zelda link to the past incorrect ah! it was actually much later on in the series really uh legend of zelda the wind waker grandma makes you soup and you can <laughs> get makes... hot soup from your grandma and hold it as well, an elixir in your the bottle. witch makes like in like a soup pot like the potions you drink no, that's a past. potion though that's very but different a from a pot Delicious, heartwarming soup. I love soup. I'm going to eat it all the time. I don't want to eat a potion all the time. Like I, th- I have to assume that stuff tastes nasty. Not, not, not hearty enough for you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. All right. Here well, we go. I haven't played Wind Waker either. So. You haven't played Wind Waker either. All right. Question four. What is the name of the sidekick from Super Mario and the Legend of the Seven Stars that many people want in Smash oh. Bros? I know this. I know this. His name is Gino, and he is a wood, like, puppet guy. That is correct. Da, 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 da. I got one. Very good job. Um, yeah. I, I have played that game. I played maybe the first seven, eight hours of that game. Mm-hmm. And Gino is one of the first people that joins your party. I don't understand why there's such a fan falling from him. I, didn't, I found him yeah, kind of forgettable. He's only been but, in that game, right? Yeah. My favorite character was Cloud. And, like, no, not Cloud Strife from Final Fantasy. There's a literal Cloud who joins your team. His name is Cloud. <laughs> and he just like rains on people, and yeah, this is pretty funny. But wow, Gino, yep, very good. That. All right, you're one for four, twenty five percent. So these are kind of hard questions, though. So you're doing right. okay. It's only up from here. Exactly. All right, question five: Which of these video games is credited with containing the first Easter egg? Hmm. A. Adventure. B. Donkey Kong. C. Super Mario Brothers. Or D. Pong. Okay. Can you say them again? Yes. A is a game literally titled Adventure. A is called Adventure. Um, (laughs) B was Donkey Kong. 
C, Super Mario Brothers, or D, Pong? Um, I am going to go with A, Adventure. <laughs> Very good job. Adventure is the first game credited with an Easter egg. Uh, it was released on the Easter Atari egg? 2600. Uh, I had it written down, and now I don't see it anymore. Oh. So I think it's like the creator put in a thing where you could see his name or something like oh, okay, that. Cool. Um, something along those lines. Hit something in there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I just figured that one by the process elimination. I'd play the other three, and I don't yeah. remember any Easter eggs. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Very Two nice. in a row. Good job. Two I'm in hot. a row. I'm You're hot. hot. All right. Here we go. What game series that came first, that uh, was first released on the GameCube um, in America, had mm. a very similar game come out only in Japan on the Nintendo 64? I'm going to go... It's a Nintendo game? It's a Nintendo game. With Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing is the correct answer. Yes. Very nice job. Uh, in Japan, Animal Force was released on the Nintendo 64. Hmm. And a lot of the Animal Crossing-based game that came out on the GameCube was actually carried over from the 64 version. So it's pretty much um, like an ultimate edition of yeah, the Yeah, kind of, exactly. One. But, like, the 64 um, didn't have an internal clock and stuff like that, so mm. the GameCube allowed you to be able to save time. So when you started up Animal Force on the 64, you had to enter in the date, the time every year and stuff like that. So it didn't have mm. as many, like, season stuff. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, that's kind of crazy that they were able even to do that with, like, a cartridge like on a 64 to put a time system in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's pretty cool. Yeah, so. it, did that come out just on regular 64 or was it like with the disk drive expansion? I don't remember. I think it might have been with the disk drive expansion. But yeah, I'd have I to know it, it, was, sure. it was really late in Japan. Yeah, it was very, it came out very late. I think it came out like 2000 in Japan or something yeah. like that. And then Animal Crossing came out 2002. All right, huh. you are now three out of six. You're up to 50%. So Boom, baby. All right, here we go. Number seven, which of these Fire Emblem games was first to be released outside of Japan? Was it Ooh. A, Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon, B, Fire Emblem Sword of Flame, C, Fire Emblem Path of Radiance, or D, Fire Emblem Radiant Dawn? Um, what was the first one again? A, Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon. B, I'm going to go with Shadow Dragon. Shadow Dragon is the correct answer. Yes! Um, it was released on the Game Boy Advance, I believe, in 2003. That was the um, first one in Yeah, America. that was the first one that was released outside of Japan. Um, gotcha. And then, uh, I think it was Radiant Dawn that came out on the GameCube. On the GameCube, yeah. yeah. That was the one with Ike. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, speaking of Fire Emblem, Nintendo just announced this week as well that the Fire Emblem Warriors game for Switch has got a release date. It's coming out October 20th, which is a week before Mario Odyssey. Nintendo is killing their own product. <laughs> I, like, I mean, of all all the big first party Nintendo games, that one probably has the least interest. Just yeah, because you yeah. know it looks kind of generic. But putting it out to die a week before like your biggest game like of the year, like I don't understand that. So they had to put it out at some point. I guess. I guess. But I don't I, know. Crazy. I'm gonna be all for Mario. Then. All right, man. You are you're kicking butt now. You are four out of seven. All right. I gotta get the cobwebs off. Three questions left. Okay. Number eight, what was the name of the remade version of the favorite multiplayer map, Blood Gulch, in Halo 2? So Blood Gulch was the original in Halo 1. Mm -hmm. What was the name of the remake in Halo 2? Uh, I know this. It is Blood Gulch. It's the really, really big one with the bases and the Red Canyon, right? That is the one. Uh, one that everyone plays Capture the Flag on. Uh, the sniper's on the top. On each side, the warthog duels. Yep. Oh. Oh, I know. I know the map. I, I 
The name escapes me. I don't know. Beaver, it's okay. Beaver Creek. That's only when I remember. <laughs> it's not Beaver Creek. No, uh, it was called Coagulation. Coagulation. That's such a weird, weird name. Yeah, it's a very strange kind of name. I'm not yeah. sure why they chose to rename it. Yeah. Because the map was almost exactly the same with a few yeah, improvements. Yeah. So. And then they kind of almost remade it, and I believe it was Halo 3 and Reach as well. They just you know added a couple different things. Yeah. Cool. I remember such I played Halo map. 2 the, mo- the most, so okay. that's what I remember it from. So you, you spent many a nights on Coagulation. Oh, yes. <laughs> that and Lockout, man. Uh, dude, good times on yep. those old Halo games. Seriously. That's what I miss most about not being an Xbox owner. I mean... I know that Halo games aren't as good as they, you know, yeah. really once were, but I don't know. I still have lots of really fun memories. Yeah. Of I've, I've kind of had an Halo itching games. lately to play through all of the Halo, just the single-player campaign and stuff like that. I, I've actually, so. I've been unpacking all my old video game systems, and I have all my 360 games in a drawer over there I can show you after the show. And Ooh. so maybe, maybe one of these weekends we'll go through some, some old Halo games. Exactly. Sounds like fun. All right. So you now have, you have five, right? Is that right? Uh, I was at 50% last question. I okay. Think. Or no, I was one above. I was one above. Four, five, six, seven, and eight. So you've, you've gotten five. You've gotten three wrong. Okay. So. Five and three. Hopefully you're beating Jeff, but he's <laughs> pulling ahead. All right. Question nine. What game is said to have inspired Grand Theft Auto 3 and was released on the Nintendo 64, developed by Rockstar? Can you repeat the question? <laughs> okay. What game, said to have inspired Grand Theft Auto 3, was released on the Nintendo 64 and was developed by Rockstar, who went on to make Grand Theft Auto 3? Grand Theft Auto 2. Eh, incorrect. <laughs> it was the uh, relatively low seller but critical hit, um, Body Harvest. Body? Oh, I've yeah, never heard of that. Like actually. It was kind of like kind of open world there was all these aliens that were attacking and you it was play. on the 64 yeah it was on the 64 uh-huh. i remember playing it at my friend's house um it's kind of crazy was it um, rated m was it one of the few rated m games i don't remember 64? if it was rated m or i think it might have been rated t i'm okay. not sure but huh yeah. so that was kind of the inspiration for gta kind of the well one of the main inspirations behind gta 3 yep and, G- right. and here we are with gta 5 still being like <laughs> top three seller every month and it's been for like a couple yeah. years Crazy, crazy. I want blo- uh, Body Harvest 2, Rockstar, so, you know. Forget GTA. Exactly. Go back to your roots. Can forget GTA. Scrap Red Dead Redemption 2. Just <laughs> give me Body Harvest 2. Uh, oh, my hey, gosh. Maybe they'll remaster Body Harvest as a pre-order bonus for Red Dead 2 or something. Yeah, I would be shocked. Because <laughs> I, I think that game only sold, like, 200,000 copies oh, or something seriously? like that. Like, it didn't sell very well at all. Crazy. All right. Uh, num- question 10. Last question. What game featuring Wario was being developed for the Super Nintendo in America, but never came out. Um, Wario. Came out very limited release in Japan. Huh. Um, I'm going to guess it's a Wario Land game. Maybe Wario Land... Wario Land... Super Wario Land? Super Wario Land. That's a good guess. That is incorrect, however... Uh. The game is called Mario and Wario, oh. and it was like a puzzle puzzle game. I looked up the thing when I was writing this. Oh, no wonder it didn't come out in America. So yeah, it was Another like Mario a, puzzle game. A puzzle game. I think you had to use like the Super Nintendo mouse that uh, oh. with Mario Paint and stuff like that. Oh, so was, that makes sense. Yeah, kind of really strange. Um, I had never really heard of it until I, I ran across so it's it about a like week ago. Mario Paint, like you know, you may have heard of it, but like. 
you can't really play it nowadays unless you have a bunch of those old accessories yeah. and you can't really emulate it on virtual console. Yeah, exactly. Anything, it's never so. been released on virtual console or anything like that. It had a very limited release sense. in Japan. So Yeah, I ne- never really played a ton of the Wario games until like WarioWare came out really. Yeah. WarioWare is what really made me love Wario. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that's the best best part of Wario. Well, I liked uh, Wario Land on the Game Boy Color, I think I played. Yeah, that I mean, one was those games fun. are pretty fun. I never really owned them, but uh yeah, there were some pretty solid platformers. They were different from Mario. Yeah, they were really different, so that was kind of cool. Sweet. That is all of the questions I have for you this week. You got ended up with a score 5 out of 10, I so ten. 50%. That's pretty good. I'm Let us know that. on Twitter if you were able to beat Jeff. Um, I came up with no some way, pretty random, me. obscure trivia, so if you were able to, <laughs> I'm pretty impressed. Yeah, we, you covered, covered a lot of different types of games yeah. and arrows, which was good. Yeah. Cool. Thanks for doing that, Nathan. Yeah, uh, for sure. Maybe well, we'll do it again sometime with Rob. Yeah, it'd be fun to do it with uh, a couple more people on the show. Uh, so yeah, let us know. We also did a uh, video game music trivia a couple episodes ago, and uh, let us know if you like these uh, kind of you know game show type things we're doing on the show. We'd love to get your feedback, and uh, you know if you are a faithful listener of the show, like we'd love for you to uh, message us and let us know any feedback you might have. We're looking to. You know, really, how we can make the show a little bit better and, you know, just improve. Yeah. We want to, you know, keep doing the things that are good and great and, you know, maybe, you know, tidy up some of the things that we could be doing better. So we'd love love to hear you guys' feedback. Yeah, give us your feedback. We'd love to make this more interactive. So maybe we'll try and do it again and let people know ahead of time so they can tune in live. Yeah. And, you know, we're, we're on iTunes, so you can uh, listen to the show on there. And uh, we'd love for you to rate us. Like, there's a little star rating on iTunes. And we don't have it because it says we haven't received enough ratings yet. So my goal is to get us an official star rating. I don't care if it's two stars or one, one star. star rating. I want a star rating. So if you want to help us out, uh, support the show, we'd love for you to rate us on iTunes or just, uh, you know, let us know feedback. Um, cool. So um, that's, you know, our main segments that we had planned for the show. Um, we're just going to pretty much just talk about what we've been playing for the rest of the show. Um, I was out in Oregon. I was able to play um, some games with my dad, uh, which was fun because, you know, my dad was really the one who got me into gaming. He was, you know, NES maniac in college. And one of his favorite games of all time, I think I've talked about on the show before, is NES Golf. Like, he loves that game. He, like, shot, I think, like, 18 under before. Like, he got, like, a birdie on every single hole. <laughs> wow. He's like, yeah, that crazy. was, like, me back in my prime. Like, I would, like, hustle people out of their money <laughs> by playing this <laughs> game. And, uh, you know, he's not that quite that good today. But he still, that's, like, the one video game he can still beat me at every day. <laughs> Like, I've kind of gotten better at Punch-Out and, like, Mario Kart and a bunch of other old games. But uh, he, he had a clean sweep. He beat me all five times we played. We played it every night. Wow. <laughs> beat me every night. Well, it wasn't really close most of the time. So uh, uh, that was fun. But I did get him to try Mario Kart 8, which he had. Ooh, that's yeah. impressive because he doesn't usually like new games. Yeah, right? he doesn't like modern. Like, he stopped playing after the 64. Like, yeah. he bought the 64 to play with me and my three brothers. So, like. Margaret 64 was one of the most played games ever, like in my house. That because we would all four play it, my three brothers and my dad, or me, my two brothers, and my dad. And uh, we would like split into teams, so we'd do like battle. And so it'd usually be my youngest brother and my dad versus me and my older brother. So we do 2v2, and we would just go like all night until like someone, a team won, I think, 10 matches or something like that. Um, and so he's a big, longtime Mario Kart fan. And I got him to play Mario Kart 8. And at first he's like, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't know. You guys play without me. No, thanks. But I finally got him to get the controller. And uh, he selected Toad as his racer. <laughs> the classic Toad hilarious. Um, And we did uh, Toad's Turnpike is the first level from the N64. And he's yeah. like, 
yeah, I remember this level. And then he like went off like a car rant that made him like shoot out with a flyer. And he's like, whoa, oh, I'm flying. I'm flying. <laughs> <laughs> and he like loved, loved the fact that you could be a glider. That was his favorite feature. Like it went up on the wall for anti-gravity a few times, but he didn't really care. He's like, oh, that's kind of cool. You go a little bit faster. But every level that we did, as soon as it got to like the little like five second gliding part, he's like, whoa. I'm flying. Whoa. That, that is so cool. That, that's the coolest part of the level. That's so hilarious. I'm like, apparently Mario Kart just needs to make like an airplane racer now, like Mario planes or something. And my dad will be all over that. Oh, nice. Uh, that's awesome. But yeah, it was pretty funny. And uh, uh, like my dad doesn't know half the Mario Kart racers anymore, you know, because there's so many new Yeah, there's so many and different ones. And it was like Baby like, Rosalina yeah. and crap like that. So. Um, but one character you didn't remember was Wario, because how can you forget Wario? <laughs> and we we're watching like the little instant replay at the end of the end of the race, and like Wario comes by in slow mo and like hits my dad and like beats him the last second. But in the final race race standings, my dad got eleventh and Wario was twelfth, and he's like, "Take that, stinking Wario! <laughs> no one likes to lose to Wario." <laughs> so uh, it was it was just kind of a funny experience playing. That's really cool playing that with my dad, but. Awesome. Did you do you play games with with your family at all? Uh, pretty much the only games I played with my dad, with my family, with my parents. Uh, like I said, I've talked about on the show before. I used to play Madden with my dad. Oh yeah, that's um, right. And then we did play. We used to play um, Tech Mobile on the NES. Yeah, before, yeah. before we, uh, I used to play on the computer. But before that, we played Tech Mobile on the NES and had a lot of fun. So Dude, that's like the classic like dad game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that was one of my dad's other favorites and. We played that, and I completely shredded him in that game. Like, oh, let's go back to golf. So, uh, that didn't last very long. Oh, that's funny. Um, but yeah, oh, um, let's talk about Sonic Mania. Um, Sonic Mania launched uh, a, week a week ago, ago? today. Yeah, And uh, I had played through a majority of the game. I think I still have two or three zones left. Um, but uh, I'm really, really enjoying this game so far. The funniest part about this game, like I said, you know, it's not really... This isn't like a Sonic Team game. Like, the Sonic people didn't really make this. They pretty much let Christian Whitehead, this own guy, and his small team make their own Sonic game. And so it's almost like Sega's like, you guys don't like any of our Sonic games? Fine, you guys try to make your own. And this is like the best-reviewed Sonic game in the last like decade. Right? <laughs> um, so that's kind of hilarious. But, I mean, just the fact that it really does look like a classic Sonic Genesis yeah. game. But, you know, it's in widescreen. It looks, the colors are brighter. The music feels a little bit more alive and stuff. It just... The boss fights are so much better mechanically than the old yeah, ones. Like, they I, still kind of feel like the old ones, but like they're a lot more fair. They're a lot more interesting and different. And, and they change up kind of every... They have different stages that change and yeah. have different mechanics. Well, every stuff, zone right? has two acts, just okay. like the old Sonic games. Um, and each zone has slightly different music, so like, the music will sound different um, in each one of them. There's a different boss at the end of each level um, as well, which I think the original Sonic games only had one boss at the end of Act 2. So there's no boss at the end of Act 1. Yeah, so okay. you're getting way more bosses. And then they just put tons of really funny, like, Easter eggs. Like, you fight, like, Dr. Eggman and, like, Dr. Robotnik's, like, Mean Bean Machine, which was, mm-hmm. like, a Sega Genesis spinoff game. Like, yeah. you're literally just playing, like, Poyo Poyo as a Sonic the Hedgehog boss. So it was just, just lots of cool moments like that. And, like, you'll recognize something and be like, oh, look, I totally remember this level. I remember this mechanic in the level. And then it'll just do something slightly different, like a slightly new mechanic or an enemy. And you're like, whoa, like, that, I don't think that was in the old game, was it? But, like, you're not quite sure because it feels like it could have been in those old games. But yeah. there's these new mechanics. Like, in um, Chemical Plant Zone, in the second act, you can infuse, like, this, this substance into the, the chemical, like, the water stuff. And it makes it bouncy. So you're, like, bouncing and doing super jumps all over <laughs> the place instead of just, you know, 
fighting to stay alive and not drown from that terrible yeah. sound in the water. <laughs> um, That's awesome. But yeah, it's it's really, really fun. I'm enjoying it a lot. I got on the Switch, which it looks great on the handheld screen. I really, yeah. really like it on there. It's kind of weird. It's one of the only Switch games that's had like a home menu bug. Like, if you push the home screen button, it takes like five seconds to load it. And like, it gets kind of weird, like if you want to put the game in sleep mode. So um, they said they're going to put a patch out for that um, quickly, which I, I kind of hate that the Switch is getting this now. Mm-hmm. Like, with these third-party games that are coming to Switch as well in other platforms. Yeah. Like, I feel like all these Switch versions are kind of getting either, like, weird bugs or, like, they're having to update them later when the other versions are running fine. Yeah, I, I wonder if Nintendo is just that much crazier and harder to put patches through and stuff like that. Like, they take that much more, I don't know, time to allow a patch yeah. through Well, I mean, Steam, like as soon as you're done, you click a button. And yeah, exactly. Microsoft and Sony have their approval processes as well, but obviously it seems like Nintendo's is a little more strict, so. Yeah, um, but you know it's the switch is still pretty early on in its life so i guess we are to expect a couple of little bugs and games that aren't you know solely developed for yep. the switch yep. but and I, I played a little bit on saturday with you and uh i think i told you i hadn't really ever played sonic before i played a little bit mm-hmm. on Sega genesis and then i played some game that was on the game boy advance but that's it as far as my 2d experience with sonic goes and it was a lot of fun it was kind of crazy i spent half the level being like Oh my gosh, this is so weird. Why am I going upside down? Why am I going back this way? Like, the blast processing was too much for Exactly, you. exactly. But it did, it did feel really fun, and I, I think I failed most of the levels I played. But it was still fun. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah, well, it, it's $19.99. Um, it's the top-selling game in the eShop right now on the Switch, which we posted on Twitter earlier this week. Yeah. Like, a classic Genesis-style Nintendo game is the top, or Sonic game, is the top-selling game on a Nintendo platform in 2017. Yeah. Like. You, you would have told me that when I was a kid in the 90s and I was like anti-Sonic and Sega. Like I would, would not have believed you. Um, so it's just kind of cool. But I saw a, a tweet that said apparently Sega said that uh, if Sonic was like physical and it sold on the UK top 10 games list because they mm-hmm. do that every week, that it would have won by like a significant amount. So hmm. it's selling really well in the UK too apparently. Nice. Yeah. Those, those Brits love their, their Sonic speed as well. So, <laughs> I'm excited they put this on Switch. Originally, they didn't announce it. That just Forces was coming out, which is the 3D one, which yeah. you know <laughs> looks like it could be good. Could probably not be good. Um, so I'm glad this one came out. It's only 20 bucks. Made it made an easy purchase for me. But yeah, I'll let you know. Hopefully, I'll be able to finish it up this next week or two and let you know what I think of the final boss. But man, it's it's a lot of fun. I def- definitely recommend it. Cool. Um, other than that, um, really just played a little bit of Rise of Tomb Raider. Um, I was trying to kind of finish that game before Lost Legacy, the new Uncharted game, came out. Yeah. Which comes out today. I have a pre-order. I'm going to pick it up tomorrow, I think. But um, I'm still really enjoying that game. They definitely took a lot of things from Uncharted 4, but I don't know. Did that game come out before Uncharted that 4? That game came out before Uncharted 4. It must have taken stuff from Uncharted okay. 3 then, I Yeah, because they do, like... Stuff with the rope swing, which I think Uncharted Four. I think Uncharted Four definitely took some stuff from that game. I know. Like, yeah, like, so I definitely, it definitely is cool, kind of seeing the influence that these games are both kind of inspiring each other to, yeah, to yeah. be better and have some cool new mechanics. So, um, it's pretty similar to the last one, except for you know you have you have a little more verticality. You have the rope swing. You find exotic animals now, which is really fun. So you'll be wandering around like a Siberian forest, and then all of a sudden you'll find this cave. There's tons of caves to explore, and like oh, there's a giant, like, snow leopard in here or a bear or something. So um, that's pretty cool. You could fight and find these cool different Oh, those kind of like boss animals. fights or are they just like... Uh, I wouldn't say they're boss fights, okay. but they're more just kind of like cool secrets you, you find upon. There was one bear at the beginning of the game that was kind of like a boss fight. You had to, like, defeat it to get past this area because yeah. you had to go past its cave. But, um, yeah, it's kind of cool because you can hunt these exotic animals and they're, like, 
have really rare materials to get your upgrades because there's a oh, ton yeah. of ton of upgrades you can do. Like you can have tons of different types of arrows and um, you know just different skills and abilities. So um, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I'm I'm still still enjoying it. Um, it's not quite as over the top and campy as the first one was, which that's good. I right? think is good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so it's, it's a little more, a little more grounded. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a, it's a good game. It's pretty solid. I'm, I'm glad I, glad I picked it up. You like the, the puzzles and the teams? I remember I played, I was just hanging out with one of my friends just mm-hmm. like a year or two ago and he had it and I was playing it with him and he showed me one of the tombs and some of them had some pretty significant and in, mm-hmm. in-depth puzzles and stuff like that, which I really enjoyed because Uncharted's ones are pretty easy. Yeah. So. Yeah. They, they definitely get a little more difficult as you go along. Um, so there is a. A learning curve there then they do they're all pretty different with what they do um with uncharted's uh puzzles i feel like it's more like taking notes and finding a pattern yeah while like tomb raider ones are really more about interacting with the environment so like you can like you have to pull this lever up but you have to connect it to this thing so it has the counterweight you have to jump across here but then wind will blow you so you have to find a way to close that so you can get into the next room so it's a lot more adventuring and platforming rather yeah. than just like finding puzzles and stuff like that yeah. so i don't know it's a little, a little bit different but it's it's fun there's a ton of the optional dungeons and those those are what i enjoy the most so i just yeah. seek out those those Sweet. optional tombs and Sweet. do those but, cool yeah what about you um so i have to uh kind of uh eat my words from last week because uh last week so i i talked all this crap about nba live 18 and how, <laughs> how it looked terrible and all this stuff and why is he even trying and stuff like that? And so, lo and behold, I was like, oh, I'll try out the demo. So I downloaded the demo for NBA Live 18. And I started up, and I was like, oh, that looks pretty good. Like, it looks kind of cool and pretty realistic. And the demo is actually fairly substantial. You can play through. Um, you start out, you play, like, a little demo and stuff like that, just a game. And then you can play through, like, a good, like, about three hours of uh, kind of the, their story mode that's going to be in there. Um, it's kind of like their My Player from 2K. And uh, the game is a lot of fun. Um, it's definitely, like, um, it's kind of supposed to be in com- competition with NBA 2K and be, like, a very simmy thing. And I'd say, I think you'd like this game a lot more than, like, something like 2K. Because oh, it really? feels very arcade Ooh. Like, it's, um, I, th- I think it's pretty easy to, like, score and stuff like that. Like, it's not super hard. And your players are able to kind of do pretty ridiculous moves and still be able to finish at the basket and stuff like that. So it feels a lot more arcade and less hmm. simmy. And I don't think that was necessarily the intent of the developers, <laughs> but it is re- it is really really fun to play. Huh, um, cool. Especially the I played through the whole story mode from the demo, and it took me about three hours. And seriously, yeah, it was pretty interesting. Three like, hour story demo. Yeah, like you start out and wow. you're a pros- you're like a college prospect, and okay, does it make me play high freshman- school games? You don't have to play any high school games. Okay, you start good. out uh, after your freshman season, and you like. Or like, oh, I'm going to go back to college, and then you tear your ACL, and then you have to come back like a year later. <laughs> so it's super, ACL. like, super, super kind of corny, but um, yeah. you get to play through, like, different street leagues and stuff like that, and you get to play in, like, uh, like the Seattle uh, Pro-Am and stuff Ooh. like that. So you get to play through kind of different famous um, okay. NBA streets. I- I'm definitely interested then. Yeah. So I'm, I'm fine fun. with playing through Pro-Ams and streets. I don't want to play high school basketball. No, you do. don't have to play any <laughs> high school basketball, thankfully. So um, I had a lot of fun with it. Very arcadey, um, but still pretty fun. The kind of the um, you can also play like a play now game, which basically just allows you to play the Warriors and the Cavs yeah. and play against each other. That one I didn't have as much fun with because it almost felt like too easy. Like 
I think I ended up winning by 20 points. So oh, okay. <laughs> wasn't too hard, but... Um, so season 2K vets might not find a challenge in the default yeah, settings. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But I, I think this is a good start for them. I still think they should release this for, like, 30 bucks or something like that mm-hmm. and be like, give people, be like, hey, pay half the price for our game and, you know, have fun with it. And it yeah. might not be quite as good as 2K, but be a good to get a kind of base audience and stuff yeah. like that, so... Yeah, I'm tempted to check mm-hmm. it out. That's that's good to hear. Out. That's good to hear. Yeah. So I would probably try and download the demo if I didn't have you know Tomb Raider and Uncharted and Sonic to finish this week. Yeah. yeah. But uh, um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I played. I played more Stardew Valley, but um, I I'm almost through my entire first year in that game. Um, there's four different seasons. And you I'm haven't hit one year yet. Yeah, the one year thing. It's pretty crazy. Like to go through about one year, I think I've put about 25 to 30 hours in or something oh, like seriously? that. Seriously? Yeah. Jeez. So. Yeah, it takes a lot of time, but um, still, enjoying been, it though. still enjoying it. Haven't been playing it quite as much, excuse me, um, lately, but yeah, it's still fun. So, and I'm kind of getting excited for Destiny 2. That's coming out in a couple yes. weeks, and I think that's going to be my next big game purchase, and I'm getting excited for that. Yeah, they, they just posted a kind of like a launch trailer with some kind of new footage and stuff. Yeah. And- I don't know, I'm getting I'm getting pretty excited for that game too. It's it's gonna be be a fun time. Like that game's all about the community for me, and so like it'll be great just logging into PSN that day when the game comes out and seeing like you know 15 50 people, people on my friend list like all playing in, like all the old guys just jumping in, and you know that game they're just packing it with all these secrets and weapons that we don't know about yet, and so like just kind of uncovering like oh how'd you get that weapon? Yeah. Like oh like. There's this cool exotic quest that if you go into the secret cave, you can find that. And so, just kind of finding all those secrets like is one of the most fun yeah. things. And I I honestly I haven't even launched the launch trailer or anything like that yet. I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna kind of stay away. I'm ready to play the game, so mm-hmm. I want to discover all that on my own. There's tons of new cinematics, so I, I have nothing with Cyborg. They're doing cool story stuff, and they're showing actual cool cutscenes that tell a fair, again they're reinforcing this is a very grounded story that looks interesting. So. You know, fingers crossed we're not going to repeat, you know, the story of Destiny 1, so. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But, cool, yeah, so uh, let us know, you know, are you uh, you excited for Destiny 2? Uh, hit us up with your PlayStation Gamer Tags. If you're planning on picking it up, we'd love to, love to add you to our fire team or our, our clan. What's our clan name for Destiny clan 2? is uh, Justice League for the average, JLA for the average man or something like that. Middle class yep. America. <laughs> something something along those lines. It's really hilarious. Uh Sir Mr. Fields is the clan leader, and uh, he likes to get pretty ridiculous. He's designing his own logo for it, apparently. So yeah, so we'll, we'll be we'll, we'll have a fun group. We're all, we're all pretty chill and just like kind of messing around the game and yeah. taking it too seriously. So uh, if you want to hang out with us, we we love to love to have you. So um, yeah, um, so that about leaves or ends our show this week. Uh, we will be back uh, next week with episode sixty-one and. Uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe we'll try to do something to celebrate, maybe hitting 1,000 downloads or episode 60, maybe try to do a couple more giveaways or something like that. Sure, so, that'd be fun. Um, yeah, as always, um, you can find us on Twitter at Halison underscore games. And uh, any closing words, Nathan? Uh, go enjoy the last week of summer. It's fun. Last week was my last week. I'm back oh, at work. I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I've been working all summer. <laughs> so... We will leave you with the Sonic Mania Flying Batteries MP. Have a good week, everyone. <laughs>